So I'm very happy that you all have made it for this retreat and also very happy that we have such a well-experienced support team here with uh, Judy and Graham the cook and Edwina and Connie and Dee and Lewin and Lucy who will be coming later this evening to help with the cooking We've got a really good support team in place, and I hope you can feel that uh, well-wishing from all of them. So I'm very happy, actually delighted, to have an opportunity to do a retreat that's just slightly uh, different from usual, that brings in a little bit more of the study component more directly into the practice so this study and practice of the Noble Eightfold Path, which we're going to be exploring in, in some detail over the course of these next seven days. But before I say too much more about that, I'd just like to briefly introduce myself, because although I know most of you, uh, there's one or two I haven't yet met before. So my name is Jill, Jill Shepherd, and... I was brought up in the UK and New Zealand, and then I moved to Australia in 1997. was here for quite a few years before I left to go to the US to live and work in a big meditation center over there, known as the Insight Meditation Society outside of Boston. So perhaps you can hear that between spending time in the UK and Australia and New Zealand and the US, my accent is a little bit of a hybrid, is one way of putting it. And last year I graduated from a four-year teacher training program that was jointly run by IMS and Spirit Rock in San Francisco. And my main teachers for that have been Joseph Goldstein and Gil Fronstel, who I think quite a few of you are familiar with. So since leaving the U.S. back in 2012, I've technically been homeless and I just go wherever I'm invited to teach, which is mostly Australia, New Zealand and the U.S., sometimes Canada, the U.K. and Europe, but mostly those three, Australia, New Zealand, the U.S. And in that teaching, I do a range of different types of teaching from longer residential retreats, um, Later on this year, I'll be teaching a six-week retreat, sometimes two-week retreats, one-week retreats, sometimes shorter non-residential workshops and study courses like the one that many of you have just finished this weekend. And what I've noticed in many people and in myself early in the practice is that we all of us tend to have a bias when it comes to engaging with the Buddha's teachings. And I think the bias mostly is uh, that we tend to be very interested in meditation practice, but either not aware at all or not so interested in the framework that really supports that meditation practice. So I think most people tend to be biased towards meditation. And some, on the other hand, are more biased to the theory and the study and the conceptual framework, but don't have quite so much interest in the actual meditation practice. But as we explore this Noble Eightfold Path, it becomes more and more clear that it's designed to engage every aspect of our lives. It's a very holistic path 
and it covers everything from how we earn a living in the world to how we develop the deepest states of profound calm and clarity on the cushion. So this retreat is really quite a rare opportunity to deepen not only our insight meditation practice, but also our understanding of the overall path, the overall path of practice that the Buddha laid out with this noble eightfold path. And I know at least six of you have got a head start on this study by doing a six-week study course that immediately preceded this. But whether or not you've already been studying this path or whether it's brand new to you, it really doesn't matter so much because we'll be going through this material in a very experiential way, in a very practical way, really learning by doing it because this is what the Buddha intended that this path is actually one to explore, to do, to live our lives by. It's not intended as just a set of abstract concepts or nice ideas. It's something that we need to engage with. So to get us started, I'll uh, just name what these eight path factors are, and you'll be hearing them over and over again, but just to name that I think many of you are familiar with the traditional translation where everything begins with right, so right view and so on. And this word right is the translation of the Pali word samma. And I just point that out because in English the word right immediately brings with it wrong. Right? Right and wrong. As soon as we say right in the background is wrong. And so it can set up this very binary thinking of right and wrong and good and bad and black and white. But really, uh, so this starkness is not actually there in terms of the Buddha's teachings. It's really more about what's appropriate. So I've been experimenting recently with just on alternating between right and appropriate. So to see if that does anything, shifts your understanding of these path factors. So I'm going to name the eight of them now and just sort of let them wash over you and notice if there's any particular response in your body, your heart and your mind to some more than others. Perhaps some you might recognize and feel some familiarity. Some might not be clear or you have no sense of what they mean or you maybe even feel a little bit of um, pulling away from them. So that's useful information just to notice that. So the first one is right or appropriate view. Then right or appropriate thought or intention. Right or appropriate speech. Right or appropriate action. Right or appropriate livelihood right or appropriate effort, right or appropriate mindfulness, and right or appropriate concentration. So those are the eight. So I've introduced myself, I've introduced the eight path factors, and now I'd like to have an opportunity for us to introduce ourselves to each other because for this next seven days we're going to be in this uh, small community, small sangha to use the traditional words. And I think it will be helpful to 
at least hear each other's names. So you don't have to say anything more than that unless you want to. But if you would like to, I invite you to say your name and perhaps also to name which of the past factors drew you the most, interested you the most, perhaps. Uh, you perked up a little when you heard it, if there was one, and if not, which of them perhaps you were a little bit confused by. So anything at all about what any of those eight path factors, um, any response you may have had in relation to them. So we'll do this popcorn style, which means you can just raise your hand if you feel moved to speak, and I'll... Um, invite you to say your name and whatever else you'd like to share. And we'll do this fairly briefly, but just to get everybody's voices in the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 